loved one <laughs> introduce. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Vanessa. And my name is Jasenia. And this is our first, this is our inaugural podcast. We've recorded a few times, but as grandma millennials, <laughs> we do not know how to create episodes from what we've recorded. <laughs> We also did not have really any theme in mind. We were just sort of rambling. So. Thanks for exposing us. <laughs> also, any listeners that aren't our friends from college or high school or just like general primas from, you know, like Sacred Heart. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I like, I hope you can tell our voices apart. <laughs> for those that are my friend, I'm friends. <laughs> My friends, like the one friend who's gonna listen to this. Um, <laughs> I hope, that, I hope that you recognize my voice. Um, but yeah, so is your voice more high pitched than mine? I feel like it is. Honestly, like it can, it varies. Like, so, like it really depends. Like it depends on how I'm feeling. Like, if I'm feeling like I need to like fucking be a boss, then my voice goes down here, and it, like I turn into fucking Elizabeth Holmes from fucking like, Theranos. You know, like I talk like this. Yeah. And then, like if I'm like really nervous, like for some reason I don't know why it comes up here. Like, but I mean, I guess that's just nature. Like, if you can see Vanessa right now, her face is red. Your face is red. No. Forehead, cheeks, no. like your nose is so white right now. It's so weird. <laughs> and she, I have like nail polish. <laughs> You've been shaking that nail polish <laughs> vigorously for the past minute and 47 seconds. I actually feel like I'm sweating too. Like I'm like, all right, well. <laughs> I'm sweating from laughing. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Anyway, this episode is, we're, we're going to be talking about approaching 30. So I'm currently 28 years old. I'm going to be 29 in September coming up. Vanessa, how old are you? I am 20. I also am 28 <laughs> years old um, and will be turning 29 in December, late December. Yeah. So we were just talking about like, you know, why... Uh, what we could probably do for our 30th birthday. I mean, I wasn't going to do anything special, but Vanessa was sharing with me earlier a story about what she wanted to do, like the inspiration behind what, why she wanted to do something special for her 30th. And actually that kind of gave me a couple ideas too about turning I, 30. And you know what? What made me think of it was just like, well, number one, like I know that you're, at least you were in the high school year above me. Yes, Like you were yes. in like one grade above me, mm-hmm. um, which I think like, I don't know, that also is one of my insecurities was just like I was the oldest in my class because I was due late January. Oh, that's right. That's so right. I was supposed to be 1992. Okay. And because I was like born, you know, after September or whatever oh, the whole okay, like, okay. thing was at the time, um, I, instead of being with the kids who were going to graduate in 2009, they put me in the with the kids who were going to mm-hmm. graduate in 2010, mm-hmm. which I don't know, like, I guess like. Looking back on it, I would have been way too immature to, you know, be hanging out with the and actually the kids I who are like literally yeah. two two to three months older than me. Like, no, it's insane but that it, children like no, it matters. Months. It matters because I think I I don't know if I shared this with you, but myself and my group of friends, we were always the most immature out of everybody in our grade. I think we have talked about yeah. this a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so. like yeah, because you were young for your grade, mm-hmm. and I was old for my grade, and like I mean, yeah. and I was kind of an immature child as it was yeah i don't know i think that's probably why we got along so well too yeah because we were both equally yeah 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 that made sense that made sense so um share with us what you want to do or what inspired you to do something special for your 30th birthday i story time (laughs) 
Yes. Well, number one, I wanted to bring it up because I knew you were turning, or like you were at least approaching 30 the way yeah. I'm approaching 30. And I was yeah. just like, and you know, you said something about like wanting to be a gothic princess at the Madonna Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, like you should do that for, you know, like that could be your double quinceanera. Like you're 30. <laughs> yes. You know? like, yes. Like you should, like you should have that theme, double quinceanera, goth mm-hmm. 30. Um, which I don't know, write that down, but like whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but yeah, so like, but my ideal 30th birthday involves hiking, I think. But this is, so the inspiration for it was my friends uh, from college invited me, like we, they live in central New York and, or I guess like, I don't think you'd consider that central New York. Central New York is like the Finger Lakes and, you know, bumblefuck nowhere. But like they yeah. live like kind of along the Hudson and the Catskills. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, you know, when I was like fresh out of college and a little bit younger and had more energy, we'd see each other almost like at least once every couple of months. You know, yeah. I would drive up there and like we'd hang out. I don't like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm remembering that wrong too. But like we just saw each other more frequently. Yeah. And, um, you know, as we got older, like jobs picked up or whatever I hadn't seen them in a while and um I think it was like Memorial Day weekend of 2019 Mm -hmm. was when um they invited me like hey like our friends got this Airbnb you know little farmhouse situation you know like in Tupper Lake-ish area I'm remembering that right too I don't know I just know the place that general the little hamlet town that we were in was called never sink yeah um and there were nine of us so i remember like coining <laughs> we're the never sink nine but like <laughs> um, but yeah so they invited me to this um weekend getaway their friends uh-huh. were getting married it was a joint bachelor bachelorette party and like because my friends who's like i also don't want to like put them on blast but also i don't think we're using our, our last names in this podcast. no we're not so, using any yeah, last so names i don't think it's like that big a deal but yeah so my friends kim and christian um they were do you know their their friends had their ba- joint bachelor bachelorette party whatever they invited me and I was like well they you know Kim and Christian wouldn't invite me to something that like would you know it would be awkward to invite like I think if it had been any other friends yeah yeah, you know, yeah. like I I think it would have been kind of weird or I, I don't know like it's just it's so yeah. like that's such a big moment in a person's life that I yeah was like, I, I really don't want to intrude but at mm-hmm. the same time I don't think they would have invited me if it was being intrusive like yeah. I think their friends sound really chill and open and cool so, yeah yeah, like, yeah Kim and Christian are like literally the coolest people I don't know yeah but like, <laughs> like, but like they are they're literally like if I could be their house like they have a little bunny that they call little cow like, <laughs> I could be that rabbit <laughs> but also not really because that person is really cool but, um, but like yeah so Kim and Christian invited me and I went and I shit you not like literally just getting out of the car and unloading groceries would have been the ideal weekend like yeah just, yeah, like, yeah. this little farmhouse with these really chill people who had like really interesting careers and just yeah so fucking chill you know um, that so i don't mean to pause you but no, you, no. like uh, this is how i picture it yeah i don't know if you've ever seen courage the cowardly dog yes okay that's how i picture it more or less <laughs> there was actually more neighbors than i was expecting oh, okay like, there was like we could see like a neighbor and i was just like how many people do you think he has seen like getting high at this house like <laughs> like people from the city just like driving up to like fucking get like roll on acid for the weekend <laughs> like, but anyway um oh my god so yeah so the the idea of the weekend was join bachelor bachelorette party where we did acid on saturday and it was, <laughs> it was literally like life-changing just yeah. like i mean you know i i, I don't know i guess I, I don't want to sound like cliche but at the same time like 
it was so like I fell in love with myself again. Yeah. I remember kind of feeling like timeless. In yes, a way. yes. And I remember like having this idea that like, like there's just no shame, no guilt, no kind yes. of you know, nothing that like held me down to to feel dumb or. I don't know, like, I just, yeah. I remember feeling like I knew this was inside me the whole time, yeah. that, you know, that it's just important to love thyself <laughs> and love your, you know, love people around you yeah. and, you know, to just res- to respect all of the beings because we're all connected and, yeah. you know, whatever, in whatever way that means, but, like, I just, I remember feeling like a genuine connection to, like, I don't know, just sort of, just this connection and gratitude yeah, this, yeah, like, yeah. To, towards other beings and just... Like, towards, like, wow, like, what is, is. And, you know, there's just no need to to be upset about these things that, that were supposed to be but weren't. Because, yeah. like, if they were supposed to be, then they would be. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, it was just, it was a really beautiful thing. I also remember kind of feeling, like, just, yeah, so profound. Um, <laughs> and I just, I remember thinking, like, wow, like, I, I hope I meet somebody who, like, I could do this as our joint, you know, pre-wedding sort of party. But then I realized, wait a minute, like, yeah. I don't have to wait on anybody to, to yes, have a, girl. a celebration like this. Like, I could, I, this should be my 30th birthday. Yes. Like, this is my 30th birthday party. I'm inviting, <laughs> like, a, you know, a, a gang of friends, like, that I, I love immensely. Like, a yeah. couple of couples, couple of singles, like, depending yeah. on, like, you know, just, like, and... I just, I don't know, like, and maybe we'll go hiking, but, like, I just, <laughs> um, my birthday is in December, like, okay. dead of winter. Wait, so, so I, would, I was like, who would hike in, in the, the dead, dead of winter, winter no, like, in New York? Like, I wouldn't even do that. So, like, I, I think I would probably want to do it the summer before my 30th birthday oh. party, which means I should probably start planning. Yeah, which means you should, yes. Yeah, should. But, so mine's in September. Mine's September 3rd. That's my, my B-Day. Mm-hmm. Virgo squad, where you at? Whoop, whoop. We're the superior <laughs> sign, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm Capricorn, and all I know about it is, like, we have We're... a little goat. <laughs> 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 oh, God. I used to be in a, into astrology way back when, like, during high school. I don't know if you ever did the thing where I you match your crush. I read, <laughs> I read a book on palm, like, hand line reading. Oh, my I God. Was, like, I, like, I, did you read it in front of your mom? I don't think so. Like, because she would have been, she like, been like, yeah. Get that book out of here. Like, no, You're cursed. Like, I, I, the only thing I remember about it was like, um, you know, obviously split lines, you know, okay. like, oh, diverging. But like, um, I, the only real thing I remember reading about it was like, if you have these little chain looking guys, which I don't have. Those are little islands in your life. I don't know. Islands in my life as in chapters of my life. I guess. Places that I'll live. I, I actually, come to think of it, I don't remember shit from the book. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Goodness. like, he was like, I'm going to learn about stars and hands. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you know, I think one of the reasons why I've never really paid attention to just celebrating my birthday was because, like, I've always been that child, ever since I was little, like, I've always been very, like introverted like really really shy like I don't I don't do well even now as an adult it's actually gotten worse where I I get really like kind of like antsy around big crowds and I it's manifesting now where I get like a headache like my head will start to hurt and be like oh it's just too noisy too many people like it's just it's weird because it's like my mind can't stop trying to you know eavesdrop into different conversations happening or like you know, there's just too many people tugging at your, you know, trying to get your attention and things like that. 
So, but that's why I was like, I don't really, I don't think I'm into like celebrating. But then I was like, you know what? I'm literally saying goodbye to like being able to say, oh yeah, I'm in my 20s. I'm like naive, so to speak, you know, like people tend to think, oh, you're 28. Oh, you're still so young. Like you're, they look at you as if, you know, you really just don't know what you're doing, things like that. So it's like, now that I'm going to be 30, it's like, I don't have that excuse anymore. And I'm, I'm letting that go. Like, you know, I know that that's society's product of like that pressure. I know that. But to me, it's like, I think that's just a struggle that I'm going to have to battle with until I kind of learn to be like, well, yeah, I'm going to be 30 and I'm, and I'm a woman and I'm Mexican-American and I'm not married and I don't have kids. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to work through it and I know I'll be okay. Like I'll be fine. Like it's not like a big deal or anything, but, um, what's it called? But I'm like, let me celebrate something. Let me celebrate checks notes, (laughs) checks notes, um, my strengths, my weaknesses, my interests, my hobbies, my accomplishments. Oh, you fucking cunt. Like, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I love that you have this notebook. Like, because I literally, I mean, like, I literally have a, a, a handful of notebooks. Girl, you don't have a handful. Scattered, you scattered have, like. Out, and, like, literally in drawers next to my bed are, like, notebooks with pens where I'm, like, I, you know, I literally will write, like, look, I know I don't visit you very often, but, like, <laughs> I just, we need to hang out today. Like, with my journal. Um, like, I, I don't journal consistently, and I feel like when I do... Oh, my do, God. I do it all the time. I'm I so think, fucking good for you. I think it's, like... Again, it's, like, just my shy nature. Like, I, I have... I'm To me, it's so much harder to express myself verbally unless, like, I have, like, a template or a layout or things like that. But when I write, like, it's, like... I've had to... I've been writing since I was in third grade. Like, Ugh, amazing. just just journaling and I write stupid things like I don't know if you've seen that meme (laughs) where it was like dear diary (laughs) happy fourth of July or something like that no but like that's literally how I write when I I write and like I don't write very often like I don't think I write often enough I just like especially now where I like I find myself just scrolling mindlessly yeah Instagram or like Twitter and like I literally I mean I'm sure you've seen this meme it's essentially like opening the fridge to see what's in there like you're literally not hungry like you're just you're upset maybe but like (laughs) and like you know and and it's not even that like you're straight up bored you're like hiding from something you know oh yeah hiding from yeah that's true I I don't know I just I I think I I should probably be doing some more mindful journaling yeah it it really helps I think so I think it does the fact oh I guess we're starting okay so I was gonna gonna say maybe we should acknowledge the fact that we were in in the swing of a conversation and we just were not paying attention and then and we realized maybe like 40 minutes in that my computer was reading 14 minutes in for like 20 minutes and we realized (laughs) that that's uh (laughs) that's not math (laughs) so checked and my computer had frozen he was really upset because I didn't put a little like support under him and and right now we're recording on top of my ironing table um and so you know like the the fan had nowhere to to blow the hot air out he overheated he got upset whatever it's my bad i'm so sorry my sweet little laptop yeah um yeah so we we were We're back yeah we're back back. (laughs) the last thing we recorded or the last thing that we were saying was 30 30 yeah so 
actually, and to, you know, you were saying too, like, it's so funny because as we're approaching 30, we're supposed to be like, you know, sort of being more secure with ourselves or accepting ourselves and things like that. But I feel, I find myself becoming much more insecure as I'm getting older. And I'm like, why is this happening? I, no, I completely, like, it's so bananas because I, I was such a confident, like, young person. You really were. I was I looked such, up to you. I, thank you. I looked up to me, too. Like, I was so, like, and even, you know, completely to toot my own horn because it's something I still need to do because, like, Yeah, you know, we all have to do it. Um, but when I was in high school, I used to go to Shelter Island for these uh, hug seminars. They were I still human... look up to you, just so you know. <laughs> thank you. you oh, I look up to you, you fucking cunt. But, like, um, we, we used to, well, um, as part of one of the, um, town youth bureau things that i used to do like uh-huh. i think it was like for mock trial um youth trial whatever but um we used to go to shelter island for hugs which was human understanding and growth seminar mm-hmm. which was um like sort of targeted towards like uh troubled kids more or less but mm-hmm. we went because um part of youth court was you yeah. could sentence you know other kids to, to have mm-hmm. to, to have to go spend a weekend there yeah. and you know before you could do that you had to go experience what that experience was for yourself mm-hmm. and it was really cool because um it was really supportive it was like one of the first times that I I don't know like it was a really safe space and that like you know safe space was like that term was used and yeah. it's really mm-hmm. non like um you know not trying to I guess how you say like downplay or Mm -hmm. how you say just look down on you know the idea of mental health it was like one of the first real spaces um that mental health was really like the importance of it was expressed and not in this like creepy tone at all it was just it was it was really great and it was the kind of space too that like i i'm really glad that um as the youth court program grew they excluded it just because it's it's the kind of like it's more or less like an acid trip. It's you know like yeah, you can't yeah. you can't be forced to do it. You you just have to be in that space and yeah. ready to accept, you know that you should just love yourself. You have mm-hmm. to be ready to you know accept those things. You can't be forced, um, to accepting that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember one of the counselors. She one of the things we did was um fishbowl, which is all oh, of the people the in your bug. little yeah. oh, I love it. Like all the people in your little like your your little click group, uh-huh. um, because like they split they split you up into sections, and so maybe you were in a group of like five other kids, mm-hmm. um, you know. So you spend the whole weekend together you're talking about like a shit ton of you know rant like just from everything, you know. Yeah. And um, at the end of it, like you you like you feel like you've known each other your whole fucking lives. That's such a great um, feeling. Oh, it's so great. Um, and I'm still friends with some of those kids like on Instagram and stuff. You know, like we don't like oh, hang out so or whatever, nice. but like yeah, yeah, we still like support each other and whatever. Yeah. But, um, so the, the last thing you do is you sit in, in a, you know, semicircle and you sit in the middle and people just compliment you and they just tell you what they think about you and you're not allowed to say anything. You're not allowed to say like, oh, oh, stop that. Or, oh, don't say that because like it is so fucking easy to, you know, to just immediately like try to, you know, deflect and to try to not accept a compliment. Um, and before, uh, actually, one of the other really important things we did was you had to have this little um, brown paper bag, and you traced your hand, and on you know on both sides, and on one of the hands you had three minutes to write down like what do you hate about yourself, you know, or not hate, but like what don't you like about yourself? Okay, yeah, yeah. And then you'd write it down. What do you like about yourself? Okay. And you know, the whole idea of it was to sh- to really show you like it is so much easier to think about the things you don't 
you know, like you have that, or I think maybe the first one was, what do you like about yourself? And then the second one was, what don't you like about yourself? Um, obviously because like if you're priming, you know, if you're, train of thought is like I hate myself but yeah, obviously that, I love myself is going to be harder yeah, just yeah, yeah. so I think that the exercise started off I love myself and then like what don't I like about yeah, myself yeah, yeah. and for me what I like about myself came so easily and what I don't like about myself like was a little bit tougher wow and so during fishbowl when the one of the counselors you know it was her turn she she mentioned that and she said you know it's like it's so rare that like you have a kid who can do that and not be a dick about it you know yeah. like and to not be like uh, you know how you say it just like como presumida, you know yeah um what is this <laughs> my computer my laptop is freaking out okay so uh-huh. yeah so it's like really rare that you find somebody who can do that without being like a stuck-up bitch about it yes. which is just like i mean at the same time we'd only known each other for like 72 hours so like <laughs> she didn't know like i was a yeah. bitch but like but uh, no but like that's just me deflecting again you yeah. know and it's just like you should just it you should be able to accept what you love about yourself and list it off and it'd be no problem. Yeah. But like, and it's so bananas because you would think that approaching 30, I would be even more like a more highlighted version of that. Exactly. And I have found that I've kind of gone backwards. And I like the last time I had a therapist, which was a while ago because like that, not, I mean, she was a well-meaning white lady, but yeah. like she was one of those people that didn't see race. And as soon as she said that, like triggered. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't, yeah, yeah, like this is not going to be a fit. I cried when I was writing this stuff. Like I actually, I was writing this and I was crying. And the reason why I ended up switching colors is I think I was like, kind of like, you know, like trying to soothe myself. Like, let me use purple. And I wrote my strengths. Let me use green. All right. I'll write my weaknesses. <sighs> and like, this was, I was crying. I was like, why am I crying writing my accomplishments down? I don't understand. So that was like, I was like, I think I'm, I need to celebrate myself more. And, and yeah. And I mean, I think it's okay to cry a little bit because like, I think one of the reasons why I cry when I think about the things that I've accomplished and the things I, you know, think I might want to accomplish that I know are attainable for me, but I just don't do it for whatever reason. Um, Well, like one of the reasons is because like literally a generation ago in my family, women were just expected to like have a baby and you make your man happy and like, you know, you do what he says. And if that means going to work, then that's what it means. If it means staying at home with the kids, that's, you know, that's your job. Like that's your duty. And that, you know, your purpose was like handed to you. And, you know, not, not only that, but like my mom came from a place where she didn't learn to read and write. Like literally she came to this country only being able to print her name. And to Mm -hmm. this day, I think she doesn't even sign her name. She'll just straight up print it when she needs to sign it. Um, but you know, because she came here and you know, like my dad is pretty chill. Like she, she learned to read and write, and now yeah. she's pretty fluent in both English and Spanish. Yeah. You know, she acts like she's not, but like, well, she she speaks English. Um, but no, but like, yeah. So it's just I don't know. Like I, Jessica, like she studied abroad in Spain, and she um, told me that she never expected that she would um, do weekends in other European cities by herself. You know, she always thought like, oh, I'm going to go with friends. And she had done that a few times, you know, like went to like Rome or whatever. And, um, for Thanksgiving weekend, she was going to go to Paris with a couple of friends who ended up ditching her. And she, you know, was at a crossroads. She thought like, I could either just, you know, not go to Paris while I'm here or I go to Paris by myself. And she did. And she went to the top of the Eiffel Tower on Thanksgiving day. And she said, you know, I felt so thankful, like so fucking grateful that like, 
literally a generation ago, women in my family couldn't read and write, and I'm in college, I'm at the top of the Eiffel Tower by myself because I'm a confident Mexican-American woman. Wow. And I was like, you fucking that's cunt. So like, that's amazing. Beautiful. Yeah. Like, I, I love her. Yeah, she's great. I need to get back in touch with her. Like, Me too. I, she's so, like, the times that we've kind of spoken, I feel like sometimes she's very, like, very graceful, doesn't talk, doesn't like, yeah. you know, unless, like, you probably bring up a topic and then she'll be like, well, let me just share. Oh, she's she, yeah. Angel. I feel I I feel kind of bad because I disowned her a little bit after 2018 because she was like, <laughs> um, like and this is I'm just I I, I don't know I, I kind of went through this phase where I was just like I'm unfriending like literally like just really bad. But I got a little upset with her because um her boyfriend in 2018 was getting ready to start law school, and oh. she had moved to his hometown, which was in the congressional district where I was. <laughs> running in <laughs> like I mean not me but like yeah, where I was yeah. you know like I was on I was on the campaign yeah and I was like hey like I have an office literally right around the corner from your house when can you come in to do phone calls in Spanish and she kept deflecting you know being like oh I you know I don't have enough time I don't have this and like ev- for everything she kept saying I was like but but this but, but here's to make it easier here's this yeah. here's this and she finally said you know it's it's not just that I want to spend time with my boyfriend who's going to law school like it's that I just I don't see the point. Like, I don't, I don't think it's mm-hmm. worth it. I don't think, you know, I think making the phone calls to the Spanish-speaking yeah. voters who are eligible to vote is, you know, number one, going to change their mind. Number two, like, a lot of these people are disillusioned. I'm disillusioned. I just, I don't want to. Yeah. And that, that was really hurtful because that on hurts. election day, I knocked on the door of a woman in Brentwood, like, literally around the corner from, like, wherever, she, you know, Jessica was living at the time, who said to me, like, you, you know, you people, like, the politicians only come when they want something and they never help our communities. And it just, it kind of broke my heart because I felt like, well, when was the last time somebody running for office came to your door? And, like, you know, here's this woman who speaks Spanish, who knows the immigrant experience, like, who knows what it's like to be, you know, I guess just marginalized and doesn't want to use the power she has as a registered voter like Jessica's parents, my parents might never see that opportunity. You know, for all they've given to this country, yeah. for all the time they've spent in this yeah. country, they might never get to vote. And this woman can, and she just doesn't want to because no one talked to her. And I kind of broke my heart thinking, you know, I Jessica like spent her whole fucking, you know, we spent our whole childhoods talking about this. You know that like it's so important that we that we are out there and that like we use what's what like skills and tools we have to like help like avanzar la gente you know yeah. like and that was that was her whole fucking thing and so this idea that she'd rather go to like korean pop concerts you know every other weekend and like hang out with her boyfriend instead of like you know helping flip that district blue for the first time in 25 years which we almost did was so heartbreaking to me that i felt like betrayed and i just felt yeah. like I, I, I can't talk to you yeah. and i would feel that way too i i I felt that way. I actually had ex- recent experience where I felt that way. But, yeah. But now I feel bad because, like, she's, you know, she's at heart, like, not, she's not evil. <laughs> like, but she's, there, she's a good so person. There's so many people like her, though. Yeah. Like, that's the sad part. That's the majority right yeah. now. You know, it's like, I don't have to deal with that anymore. So I'm living my life. I have everything I need. I'm happy now. So I, I don't have to deal with that. Which but, is just, like, on the one hand, like, yes, you need to do what you need to do yeah. to, like, st- be mentally healthy. But on the other hand, I'm kind of like, you know, it, there's, I, I don't know. it. I mean, it's, 
it's complicated, I it's guess. Disappointing, it's disappointing, yeah. Yeah. It's disappointing. But I think she's a she's a really smart and you know yeah. emotionally intelligent person. I think it's worth like reaching back out to be like, well, I'm sorry. Her boyfriend is in law school now. I think so. Yeah. Well, like it's gonna it's gonna come full circle. He's they're gonna realize like you know I'm sure. I think she's in grad school now too yeah. though. Like I think she's studying to be a teacher. Okay. Yeah. She actually she messaged me about that and asked me questions and I gave her some answers. Really? Yeah. When? This was a while ago. I think it was um I think it was last year. I can't like remember. when she was applying to school or like when she was like I think she was already about... in school and she just was looking for a place to. She was asking me questions about where she could, like, observe or something or work in a school, like, oh, observe in a school or something like that. So, yeah, like, that's good. Yeah. That's good. But um, this is, She must almost be done with that then. Maybe. I don't know how it works nowadays. There's so many things. Um, oh, wait. I'm looking at this list. Okay. So we said... Oh, talking about insecurities. Insecurities. Like, we, we're feeling more insecure as we're approaching 30, but now I... I, oh, yeah, I mentioned before earlier that approaching 30, I'm also sort of not becoming more conservative. Like, I don't like using that word <laughs> for obvious reasons. But um, I feel like I'm, I, I, I'm sort of, like, you know, becoming a little bit more stubborn in terms of, like, you know, what are some things that I grew up with that I don't want to let go of and I want to keep alive for myself? And I'm not – like, someone has pointed this out, this out to me, one of my family members, that I'm, like, almost – you know, trying to convince other people to do it with me, but it's not that. I think it's just, like, me trying to still be seen, and part of it is religion. Like, I want to, like, me, I'm, like, I'm picturing myself already. I'm going to have a Vitencita Jukirita in my house. Um, I'm going to definitely have the Last Supper, um, you know, at the dining room or whatever, and I'm going to have Rosarios. I'm going to have Rosarios, you know, the little cadenitas. I'm going to have that stuff because, to me, my whole life, Religion was such a big part of my upbringing. That's how we got. You I was know, gonna say that's how we BF, met. That's, that's how, how we became friends. And like this whole crazy thing where when I was once really really sick, like I had like I think I had like food poisoning, but it was just really bad where I also got dehydrated. Um, and then the only option was left left was to go visit la la Virgencita de Juquirita in Puebla City and do an offering. I had to cut a piece of my hair. And leave it there, make a wish that I'll get better. And then when we would walk out, we would, you know, do the whole, like, you know, prayer. prayer. Mm-hmm. And literally, with like, the next day, I was fine. It was just, like, a miracle. It was weird, and it worked. I'm just, like, so curious. Like, number one, why does this vegan want hair? Like, that's... <laughs> what <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> what are you doing with that hair? <laughs> and it's, like, <laughs> seven-foot-tall statue of La Vigencita de Juquila. It's just huge, beautiful, adorned, dark, long hair. And then all you see in front of her are these offerings, right? It's just hair, like in ribbons, different colors, red, white, blue, green, and like food and like toys and like just these personal things. And it's, it's beautiful. And it's so do you know more about Do you know more about that virgin? Like what is... To be honest with you, I didn't like... want to research any more of it because... My mom had this thing. This was a really long time ago, and I kept I it's I I still hold on to it. But I remember once when I was really curious about something about mm-hmm. God. She said it's not good to just try to justify things. You know, God doesn't care about those things. God cares that you love Him, and He'll always love you. For you, she'll love you. You know, you <laughs> love her. Um, 
And so I'm like, okay. And so then I just was like, you know what? When things happen, just be thankful to God. It's God's doing, and that'll be okay. But I would love to research back now. I mean, I don't know why I held on to that mentality for so long. I guess I just never bothered. I'm like, you know, it's just a belief. I could always go back and look into that. Because, like, I think it'd just be interesting to learn, like, is this a virgen that, like, came over on the, you know, like, from Spain? Or, like, is this, like, a version of, like, a a deity that was worshipped when they got here and you know as part of like shoving catholicism you know down like the natives throats the spanish were like okay well you know jesus is like um the sun god guy that you guys are so into like that's That's you know that's like jesus or like maybe tina guadalupe you know i think she she's like almost um exclusively celebrated in mexico and central america yeah I i think maybe central america like i think Guatemala might be into her. I'd have to Google that. Too. I feel like to I can't it. even really remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I know, you know, she's huge in Mexico. But like yeah. any other Catholic person isn't really celebrating December twelfth. No, no, no. Um, yeah. No, Patrick, uh, my fella, uh-huh. is re- he's really he's Catholic, like yeah. Catholic, and you know, just like like uh, like he, we we joke because like he knows that like I grew up Catholic, I was raised Catholic, I'm confirmed and all that stuff. But I I'm I I don't know like. <laughs> I don't know that I'd necessarily consider myself like a I guess I'd be more like an agnostic, you know? Like I'm yeah. not like I don't want to dismiss yeah. the idea that like there's this creator that loves us and that has an idea and plan mm-hmm. for us. But like I, I do um I do think we are all connected. Yeah. And I think, you know, that can be like expressed in the idea of god and maybe that connection really isn't you know because that connection is so intangible Mm -hmm. and because it's so like i guess you know it's it's like it's not you can touch and feel it's not yeah i think it it makes sense that humans have assigned this story you know to kind of like this this sort of like um analogy almost you know like god is like you know and so I, I don't want to dismiss that, like, Christianity or, like, um, any religion yeah. is, is ridiculous, but I think they're all some, like, sort of reverberation of each mm-hmm. other in yeah. a way, sort of. No, yeah, I, I believe it. I believe it. I mean, like I said earlier, too, like, for me, I never questioned God until I was in high school because that's when, you know, we, we you know, you're in your friend, friend groups, you start really questioning, you know, your identity and all yeah. these things, and it was like, same they use the same thing like well who is god have you seen god like well what if someone dies like god you know god took someone away like are you okay with that like god, if god was so great god would never make people die like you know or get killed or but like that's this... also part of faith is yeah. just like I, I have faith that yeah. this is part of what was meant to be mm-hmm. and but i i guess like um i don't know i think you'd find midnight gospel on netflix really interesting <laughs> just plugging the show um but it. like there's I think um I think this idea of like there is a destiny or that there is, you know, like that there is an end sort of mm-hmm. you know, that um there is <laughs> like we're all amassing points in this this game is just yeah. like, well, maybe that's not what we should be focusing on at all and that we, we should just appreciate that what is is that we yeah. are, you know, that like yeah. that um a life like when they're tragically taken is not something that was like supposed to happen and planned it just it is something that happened it is yeah and you know that's not necessarily something that you need to be upset about but at the same time i'm saying that as somebody who's never been in a fatal car accident <laughs> so like oh so it's very easy God for forbid. me to yeah. for me to sit here and say like 
oh, that person, their life is gone and that's just the end and I'm okay with that because, like, I've never, I don't know, like, I mean, I, I don't know, in high school, like, I had a a schoolmate die and, like I said before, my school was incredibly small and... So everything um, was personal. Yeah, exactly. But, like, it's so interesting because Greg, my little brother, who very purposely did not get confirmed i think he got his communion maybe but he was just like i'll stop there i don't need to be confirmed i don't think anyone needs to be confirmed either i don't think it's like a thing yeah it's i don't know but like i forgot i have to google that i think you might girl because i'm like um i'm like i know i think you need that sacrament (laughs) i'm like i know so many people that aren't confirmed (gasps) yeah what yeah 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 i don't know joaquina was like you guys gotta get confirmed um approaching 30 more white hairs i was i've never dyed my hair and now i have to you don't have to okay i'm i'm a proud silver fox like (laughs) i have a couple of gray hairs the first couple i found in guatemala and then like i had so many i had a couple spring up around my face during the campaign in 2018 (laughs) and i love them i love they're so they're my friends I, I worry about them when I don't see them. I'm like, where'd she go? <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe um, I should do that. I do that with my pimples. I'll be like, oh, look, you want to meet my new pimple? This is Fred. Say hi, Fred. <laughs> I have pimples. Oh, I was talking about Greg. Greg didn't get confirmed on purpose. And okay. what was I fucking going to say about that? Um, shit, now I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. I no, just, it's okay. I had to show you, share with you my gray hair. I didn't even see him, but I guess that's part of being gray. Is like he's just, he's, you can't even really see him. They're so thin and He came gray. out of my braid right here. Oh. It's like annoying. I also, I don't think that like, you know, if you plug one, the five more will come. I don't believe in like, that, that either. Doesn't, I don't think that's I don't a real believe thing. That. Maybe it um, is. I don't know. <laughs> yo, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, shit, it's so good. Greg. Greg didn't purposely he's, didn't get confirmed. The when the when our classmate, well, not necessarily classmate, but our schoolmate passed away. Um, I remember being really sad and being really upset, and I was just like, Greg, like, you know, are you okay? Because like he was closer in age to you or oh, in grade to you, and yeah. Greg was like, honestly, it just he was here and now he's not, and that's that. That's really, yeah, that's like. And at first, I was just like, I don't know if I should be worried about Greg. <laughs> but, like, like, that's but worrisome. Like, but I don't know. Like, he just, he had this very, like, calm sort of sereneness about it, you know, that it was just like, it is what it, like, he's, yeah. he was alive, and now he's not. And that's really sad for his family, because I'm sure they miss him. But, like, that just is. Yeah. I also think Greg might have done shrooms before I did. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think, like, he was... <laughs> But, um, but yeah, I just remember kind of like, I, at first I was, I don't know, like I was alarmed at how alarmed I wasn't, you know, I was just yeah. like, I feel like I should be more disturbed by what he just said, but I'm not like, yeah. cause it's, I don't know. I, I feel very similarly, like, like I was just, I don't know. Like I remember being like, I wonder if I should be more upset that this person I knew who like had an entire life who had this, you know, like who was sweet but and could be mean just like anybody you know but he was like mostly sweet and good and funny and like you know like had some charisma to him yeah yeah yeah. i won't deny that he was a charismatic kid yeah um and like he was you know i I, like the most like the moment that i have imprinted on my mind was um i think it was right before easter break or maybe it wasn't even he passed away during easter break in a car accident but um must have been before easter break 
um, I, I was having like a shit day. I don't even remember why my day was so like, you know, quote unquote shitty. Um, and I was late to class and he was, I guess, late to class too. And in my school, we literally only had the one like hallway where all of our lockers were and he was still at his locker and I was coming up the stairs from uh-huh. my last class, which was gym, which happens downstairs. And as I'm coming up the stairs, I see him and I just like, I don't know what it was, but I just gave him a goofy smile and wave, like really goofy sort of, you know, he, there he was just like very like, I don't remember if he was like seriously putting stuff away, but he was, you know, like he wasn't like making faces or anything. I mean, I just like something about him just made me want to like smile and goofily wave and he did it right back and it just really made my day, you know, like just kind of like, all right, you know, I'm being a little bitch. Like my day is not that bad. Like, you know, like this poor kid got like hit by a car when he was like 10 and like can't walk you know, like, he, he has a gate, a very obvious gate to his walk. And, okay. like, um, you know, he has, like, every reason to be having a shitty day. But yeah. instead instead of, like, giving me a face of, like, what the fuck are you doing? Or, yeah, yeah. you know, anything like that. Like, he just mirrored it and just Aww. just made it so much lighter. And so yeah. when he passed, I remember thinking, like, I feel like I should be so much more upset. And Greg was just like, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. It's of, of course, it's upsetting for the people who were close to him. But, you know, he, he was and now he's not. But he still lives. Yeah. You know, in, in the memory and stuff. So. Yeah. So that's us approaching 30. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I think in the cor- during the course of this whole conversation, I really need to start planning what I'm going to do to celebrate my 30th. Yeah. And I think the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to look up gothic dresses. Are you going to – I think <laughs> – I personally, I'm an advocate for you doing the, the double quinceanera, like 30 theme. Oh, yes. Like double quinceanera, oh my 30 God, yes. goth princess theme. Yes. Because then you can like legit just be like, this is the quinceanera that never was but yes. will be. And it'll be double because I'm 30. I'm yes. like, I'm – and like you know, I'm an actual marriageable age, not some like <laughs> not some some like marriageable age in 1880. <laughs> like, like uh, and like you can oh, I think I think that'd be so cool. I I think I could have like some like I think I'll have to have something for my like family because like my aunt Hakuba is like really into birthdays. My mom like she's like she she is so funny. My mom like. She has a shit ton of siblings here in the States. My dad doesn't really have this, so this doesn't really happen on my dad's birthday, but on my mom's birthday, this is the second year in a fucking row this has happened. She was just like, I legitimately don't (laughs) want anything. Nothing. Literally, maybe a cake. I want my son and his lady, and I want my other son and my daughter and and her fella, and that's it. Like, you know, I just want the people that might give me grandchildren eventually. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So I can guilt them into giving me grandchildren, and that's it. And, like, um, her sister's... And her, you know, her siblings, they all fucking, like, start showing up one by one. This happened last year, too. Okay. This year, it was fucking raining. So, like, it was all of us in that little fucking kitchen upstairs. Yeah. And, like, she, you know, everybody just starts rolling in. And they're like, so what's for dinner? And I was oh like, are you God. fucking kidding? And so so we had to order food um, from the Chinese place that's here in Hampton Bays. Yeah, and, like, yeah. they, you know, they sell it by, like, the fucking platter. Yeah, they, and so, they, um, they do cute little trays. Yeah, and... 
um, they said, okay, 40 minutes. So we, so Patrick and I were like, okay, we'll go get the food. Um, so you guys can, you know, all enjoy. And, um, we get there at 40 minutes, you know, they said 40 fucking minutes. We get there and there's a line of like 10 people. There's like a little Greek man. And I think he was Greek. I don't know. But like, he was like fucking yelling at these people. And I was like, okay, well he's just being a dick. And then like, yeah. But then like, as you know, like 40 minutes went by, I was like, and that guy was still fucking there too, yelling at them, like coming into the fucking store and be like, do you have it yet? You know, like. And I was just like, no, now I understand. Like, I, I'd be, like, if I was an old man, I'd be really upset, too. Because I'm like, going to be mean when I'm old. I don't care. I'm going to literally stick my middle finger out. I'm, I'm sorry. I have I'm to. already mean. Like, I'm already, like, sticking my middle finger out to, like, people who don't know how to drive. But they're like, I don't know how to drive. So it's just like, it's not really fair. <laughs> yeah, no. But my, my Wakina, she's, she's not, like, crazy big on birthdays. You know, she's not, like, planning a, a whole big to-do. Like, she'll yeah. go buy a cake at Cinderella, maybe. Um, so, like, I know, like, having a 30th birthday party for me might not be, like, a huge deal for her. I think, you know, she, she'd still like a cake or some yeah. shit. But I think, like, my my aunts and stuff would be like, oh, my God, you had to have a birthday party. You know, like, what are you doing for your birthday? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think for me, so. my mom would be fine. My mom loves to party just like I do. We're the partiers. Yeah. We love drinking Yo. and dancing. Mostly dancing. Double yeah. quinceanera gothic princess. Okay, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, that's my chambelanes are gonna be like <gasps> stripper boys. I love it. <laughs> are you? Are I'm gonna you pick out their outfits. Kidding? I'm gonna make them dressed up as cops, like sexy cops. Sexy cops, so I can whip them with whips. <laughs> <laughs> was that too explicit? Oh my no! God. <laughs> like I was literally on here talking about acid, and you're just like, I want sexy stripper cops. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just gonna show them what it's like to abolish the police. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for tuning in. Yeah, thank you for listening if you made it this far. And if you did, that was a real fucking treat. Like, I, what? (laughs) I had so much fun. Me too. Like, this was really nice. This This is really nice. It was therapeutic because now I have something to think about. I'm gonna plan. I'm gonna plan this 30th birthday. Yeah. 